0: Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we are reviewing Cult of the Lamb. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he still answers the phone by saying, What's up? Your favorite crip boy, Mike <laughs> Beard. I could have sworn that would have been
1: an
2: Adam I actually thought that was going to be.
0: Yeah, I considered it, but I don't know. It, it fit you a little bit. Yeah. I stopped doing that last year. Yeah, last year. Okay, my my notes are out of date. Here. I say bring it back, dude. Yeah, don't don't let it die. Yeah. Do you remember when that was kind of just like around school, like because we were like in elementary, oh, yeah. I think, when that first came out. Was it elementary? It feels like it. Maybe not. It's that's really funny. The uh, uh,
1: we had a the conference in April, mm-hmm. um, and one of the keynote speakers on there had like this whole dialogue around was and like serious? making fun of uh like the audience he was trying to make fun of and so that's funny you say that it's actually twice
0: i've heard that now gotcha. this year got gotcha. you good he exclusively takes pictures of himself with a selfie stick he is your the world's greatest bat boy adam Mossbrucker. yeah
2: it's a useful tool for your day-to-day life yeah yeah
1: Adam's just in Dutch Bros, just like reaching over the counter yeah. <laughs> everywhere he goes. <laughs> or just
0: like, to, yeah. I'm getting my morning my morning brew! <laughs> Dutch Bros. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this review. Uh, uh, today we are reviewing Cult of the Lamb. Released on PC, Mac OS, PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox platforms on August 11, 2022. Developed by Massive Monsters. Published by Devolver Digital. Currently priced at $25. Genre is roguelite with town management, which is a Interesting mm-hmm. mix that we'll get into. Mm-hmm. A brief description of this game Cult of the Lamb casts players in the role of a possessed lamb, saved from annihilation by an ominous stranger, and must repay their debt by building a loyal following in his name. Start your own cult in a land of false mm-hmm. prophets, venturing out into diverse and mysterious regions to build a loyal community of woodland, woodland followers and spread your word to become the one true cult. Wow. So I actually heard a description read. Does it sound worse when you yeah. does it you you sounds say it good. like it's a problem?
2: Uh no,
0: but yeah, it sounds maybe a little more intense. The first <laughs> sentence is a possessed lane. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's <laughs> like, what? So uh just to clarify here before we kind of get into our opinions, I just want to state that this is very much two there's two halves to this game. There is the city management half and then there's the roguelike half. City management is similar to like an Animal Crossing or Uh, maybe a stardew valley or a harvest moon where you're like you know taking care of crops and your villagers and taking care of their needs and building things and then there's the roguelite aspect which is you know in a dungeon uh close to like you know at least classic diablo gameplay in some ways where you're making your way through rooms or you know closer to hades 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 is much closer yeah um and you're basically getting randomized floors and you're trying to clear them and get to a boss so very different halves of the game, but I just wanted to clarify that for the the listener up front. The other thing too, I wanted to clarify, art style is not what you expect based on the description. It is cutesy. It is pop up book like. It's kind of like Paper Mario, and you know, for the themes and kind of for the that that description there, it's it's not a really consistent with the the plot of the story. So, all that said, I want to hop right into it. Uh, I want to start with Adam because Adam's been on the verge of just bringing this game up for the last couple weeks when we've been playing this. What were your overall thoughts of Cult of the Lamb?
2: Well, overall,
0: this game is good
2: and, I, and I'm going to recommend it. But man, I, I kind of ebbed and flowed throughout the course of my play. There was times when I thought, wow, this game's amazing. And the other times I hated what was happening. Oh. Uh, so I kind of went, up and down throughout the course, which we can talk about. But at the end, it, it was a good game. I mean, I'm gonna recommend it. Overall recommendation, but you have some some issues. I have some issues. Yeah. Okay. Nick, it was
1: good. Um, I thought the the artwork was cute. Uh, it's kind of like I don't know if Satan got inside Animal Crossing. It was a little different different type of artwork, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the length of it, which uh, you know we'll, we'll touch on later, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's sh- it's not long. It wasn't a long game. So it was kind of a quick, quick joy. The The one thing I would say is I started on Xbox yeah. and actually uh, ended up finishing it on Switch. Hmm. Uh, thanks, Nintendo, for <clears throat> not giving me my refund. Um, <laughs> uh, and it was really good. So I played it on two platforms. And aside from some minor
0: bugs, it was really good. And make sure I come back to bugs. Cause I think yeah. we've all yeah. communicated some of that. So. Um, let's just start with story here. I would say this is a fairly story-like game. Uh, other than what mm-hmm. I just described uh, at the top, there's not much. Um, and I I kind of wanted to throw it out to you because this is how I played it. I kind of created my own story in some ways with my villagers and what I was doing with those villagers. Did you do any of that or was it just a, a plain old gameplay-focused game? Um, did you have any internal stories you were telling yourself? Because I, just to clarify, the story like starts... There's a little bit in the middle, and then there's some a little bit at the end. But there's really not much to the story, I think, right? I think that was one of the things
2: that I was let down by a little bit. Not that I needed some robust, deep story that's going to really challenge me and all that. But I felt like they set me up for a big story. Mm. And then didn't really deliver on that. So it was when the game first came, I thought, oh, this is going to be dynamic. And there's going to be some very interesting plot points that happen. And it never really played out like that. So I think it was the game set my expectation
0: that way. Uh, I I want to say, I remember you, tell, remember you telling me this. You're like, man, I'm really interested to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, and I didn't say this at the time because I wanted to save a bit of this for right now. I remember thinking like, I don't think so. Like, I do think... Um, Maybe some of it communicated up front there, there might be something, but I also think this style of game, the approach, I I looked at the trailers and I was like, oh, this is a gameplay game. We talked about this before where there's some games that are gameplay, some are story driven, some are a really good mix. And I I immediately thought this might've been a gameplay one. Hades, I think is a rare exception where Mm. you could compare these two in a lot of similar ways. And Hades delivers on that story front. Oh. Quite a bit better,
2: yeah. Uh, and that's the only thing I had
0: to compare yeah. to this. Yeah, the only other rogue like, rogue light. So there's rogue light and rogue like. Like, I I don't actually know which one this is. I think the description says this is a rogue like. Go ahead and say them interchangeably. I, I won't hold okay. it against you. I could barely yeah. tell you the, tell you the difference. Yeah.
2: So that's the only thing I had to compare to, which I think Katie's had a great story. So, and I don't I don't know if you felt this, but when the game starts, I mean. It's kind of a, it kind of hits you, especially for us guys growing up in the church. I mean, there's some pretty intense things that happen. And while the game is cutesy and fun, they do not stray away from being deadly serious about the things you do. There is no humor. That's actually one thing that I found. it, It looks cutesy, but nothing about the game is cutesy. It's yeah. all dead serious. This is a cult and you're doing things a cult would do. And they don't have any irony in it. It's yeah, just, yeah. this is what you're doing. Yeah. So that was like kind of an initial shock for me at first. And so that's where I thought they were going to do some sort of twist and bring a moral
0: <laughs> conclusion. Just a cult? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I was actually, I wanted to ask this question. I'm glad you bring this up. Was, you know, growing up with our backgrounds, w- was this a little unsettling as you played sometimes some of the the acts or imagery yeah, yeah go ahead. I, one one thing that I would say was unsettling was
1: the uh and again i I have no idea like where this comes from if it's true but the names of some of like the bosses they all seemed like very like demonic names like I think those were actual like one I saw was Beelzebub mm-hmm. which I don't really know where that Classic, classic. I, I I know, like, so every time I got to a boss and I saw this name, I'm like, man, are these just like real demon names? And so some of that was like a little unsettling. Um, not so much some of the other stuff, like the fact that you'd go into the cult. And this is one thing that I thought was kind of funny. Maybe we'll talk more about later. But it was like you could kind of have this own narrative or story with your cult depending on what you chose. But it was like here's a really bad option and then here's just like a less bad option. <laughs> and there was never like you could be a, a bad cult leader or like a good cult leader. It was like you can be really bad or like you can just be like half bad. Can you
0: think mm-hmm. of any of those examples just so we could give the the audience uh, pull an, an idea?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. One was like um, – it was just weird. It was like you could either like – extort the money from them or like do something that was the exact same but just like Bri- less bad like bribe them bribe
0: them yeah, or like, something it was like you can like so what nick is describing is a, a like a doctrine system so as you kind of like collect this it's like a leveling up system your character you select different doctrines and you get two options and as you progress you know i think there's a branch of 5 and there's like maybe 4 or 5 in those ca- each category so yeah. you're selecting so like Nick's doctrine is different than mine and Adams as we play this game so for example one is like okay you can either have the ability now to bribe your followers for more faith or you can ex- you can pull money from them and like yeah. kind of steal money from them which are very like cult actions if you yeah, think yeah. of like modern cults it's like oh yeah they completely take everyone's money and this and that and like one example is also you can resurrect your followers, and the other option was something mm-hmm. you, you know, can like it eat them it or something. Mm-hmm. Cannibalism is a completely different one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is another option. So it's like, yeah, do your followers uh, are they okay eating you know other followers' meat, yeah. or are they not turned off by when followers die? You know, there's like yeah. these weird options, and there is right. I mean, Adam's right. <clears throat> there's no like cheeky other side to it. It's just like nope. This is the game like this yeah. is it's 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 cult mechanics. And I think like I get at at the top when you describe this game on paper and you don't see it. It's like, oh, this is dark, right? This is yeah. this has to be very dark. Not at all what it looks like. Yeah. So I was very curious, given our backgrounds of uh, were you ever kind of unsettled playing this? And I would say I mean, I would say there's some imagery even like uh, what's the star with the circle? I mean, mm-hmm. that's all the throughout pena, the game. Pena, pena, pentagram um, pentagram pentagram. Like that one's just like classic demon. And I'm just like, oh, I was like, okay, I guess this is everywhere. Um, And then also like your character goes from smiling and cute and happy. And then it like does an actual cult like thing and the eyes just turn red and they're kind of like bleeding. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: Well, and then there's the rituals, which is a part of the the doctrine system. Like, you know, you can perform these rituals uh, like that will either like kind of they're meant to like inspire your cult and bring everyone together and you to get more of this, uh, whatever the energy is called that you get. And it's, like, really cute. You'll join around the circle, and but, like, you're going to sacrifice someone. And then all of a sudden, tentacles come out of, like, the ground and grab this thing and squish it. And it just blows up. And, like, the guts fall everywhere. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, we just went from literally Animal Crossing to Satan
0: just walked in on the screen and just, like, uh, murdered t- someone. Yeah, Tentacle like Satan. I, yeah, Tentacle Satan. And I it was like, whoa. They, they walk this line where it's, like, it was always just almost, like unsettling for me to not want to but then i was just like oh no i guess it's fine Mm -hmm. you know it never actually fully went there where i was bothered but it was just like playing with it it was just you know challenging me a little bit to be like how unsettled are you right now yeah so i would say generally for kids not a kid's game um but i would say that like you know user discretion it's like it's very a cult focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did have some cheeky experiences. I don't know if you guys did, but uh, I
1: kept having this one cult member that kept coming up to me and saying, "Hey, we should totally feed uh so and so a bowl of poop." Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's true. Okay, that's weird. So there were a couple like weird ones like that, like that were kind of funny. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, it it feels pretty. Uh, you're running a cult and you need to manage mm-hmm. it well, or you're not going to have a good cult. So,
2: mm-hmm. good. I was just saying, then you know, you got the mechanics of. One of the rituals is marriage ceremony, and when you when you discover that one, however it comes about, it says, "and look, marry as many people as you want." It's your yeah. cult, you know. So yeah. stuff like that kind of made me laugh. I can't tell if they were being serious or not, but there, I guess there were a few moments where yeah. I was taken out of it a little bit. But yeah,
0: they're pretty dead serious about Fight to the death. Uh-huh. Another ritual. Well, I know I you guys I never get got that one. one. No, I didn't uh, choose that one. I chose something else. Yeah. How many how many followers did you marry, Adam? Um. Always out of necessity
2: oh, to be clear, clear, to line. because okay. my uh cult uh, loyalty was way down. Okay, marriage was a strong one to bring it back <laughs> up. See, I didn't choose the, I didn't choose the marriage. So one. I married a uh, oh eight nine
0: <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> cult members. Yeah, very polygamous. Polygamous. Yeah, I don't know. That's like that's just a. Part of uh, Gold, right? So, yeah. so some of the story that I was telling, my I was trying, I was getting at earlier is that some of the story I told myself within the game was kind of centered around those who I was marrying. And then also, so like, I was very intentional about having the resurrection uh, perk mm. because you, as you become closer to your followers and they become more loyal, they actually level up and become more loyal. And then also there's a mechanic later in the game where you can actually turn them into monsters that will come into battle with you. So they're cute at the village and the houses, and then you can convert them right before going into the dungeons and they'll be, you know, they'll shoot for you or swords or give you health. Yep. The higher level they are, the better they are in those environments. So I would marry a follower that was very loyal. And then as they would just age up and die, I would resurrect them and bring them back. Well, they keep their level. And I would do that like three or four times Mm, with some of them and get some of these characters to level like, you know, 14, 15. And then bring them into battle with me. That's a mechanic I didn't tap into Same at here. all. Yeah. But again, nice. you might have selected one other thing that maybe wasn't resurrection or wasn't like the, like converting or whatever it was. And you wouldn't even have that option. So like, there's actually a lot of flexibility to the, the gameplay mechanics here, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. But yeah, those are like the kind of little stories of just like, yeah, this is someone that I know these three characters very well because they've come into battle with me every time. Mm-hmm. They're very loyal and I keep resurrecting them. And
2: yeah. they do give you a bunch of freedom with your followers. So... For the audience, you gain followers by finding them out in your dungeon runs. They're trapped and you got to save them. You can buy them at the end. Did you guys mm-hmm. buy any followers? From the oh, spider? Yeah. From the spider. Yeah, you
0: can rescue them basically. The spider's like, I'm going to eat them unless you buy them. So like yeah. you can buy them. Yeah, I bought yeah. a few at the end.
2: Bought a few and then a few come through missions.
1: Um, maybe, maybe one thing to talk about too is there's the, the camp management. Then there's the actual dungeons. Um, but then there's this third part where you can go to different territories mm-hmm. that are unrelated mm-hmm. and uh i thought that was kind of a cool mechanic yes um i don't know if you guys unlock you you had to have lock, unlocked all of them right yeah to go through the mm-hmm. end yeah so um
0: i didn't go to all of them but yeah but really you just completely skipped out on
2: at the end i was just trying to complete the game Rush. so i was not going to some of those sure. other locations but yeah did the fishing
0: did the fishing obviously played the knuckle bones knuckle bones yeah there's a mini game in it called knuckle bones which actually it's you know compared to like Gwent, you know how in the game you can like yeah. go off and do the sides so of mm-hmm. it's actually a pretty good game and I thought opinion. it was fun. It was yeah, fun it's a dice yeah. game.
2: Yeah. I spent quite a bit of time on it.
0: Did you?
1: hmm There's uh another one where you go and give magic mush or just mushrooms Yeah. to mm-hmm. an individual. And then the last one was uh it was like gold, right?
0: Kind of like a gold town with like yeah. they were covered in honey, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Or like wax.
2: That's the only one I didn't go yeah.
0: to. It, honestly not much. I, it, there's like a whole I think there's a kind of bigger story there going on.
2: Yeah. Um, so
0: you
1: you unlock a different type of leveling up system through them and i don't know if you guys noticed this but uh that type of card that you unlock gave you like a secret or a special hat none of those options were good
0: oh yes 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 i told none you none know of those options yeah were the good. hats um I-, I
1: thought i was reading it wrong because i was like oh i get to unlock a new ability and i'm going through like the five options you have and i'm like do you mean the capes i think it's capes they're new capes, capes can- or hat yeah whatever it was yeah it changes the cloak not good Yeah, they were like good, except for I chose one, which at the beginning of every dungeon, you automatically get four cards, right? when you walk Yeah, that's the one I chose too. and then the rest I was like, I don't want any of those.
0: Yeah, 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 they were some of them are like classic roguelite mechanics where it's like you are a glass cannon in the sense of, okay, you do way more damage, but you also take Take more damage. damage, So like, it's not necessarily bad. It's for like some players who play like that. Yeah, they're just better at dodging and they want to be that glass cannon that just runs through and just destroys Mm -hmm. everything. It's those kind of mechanics, which again, there's choice, there's depth to this game. I want I want to emphasize that because it's it's not simple. Actually, I think mm-hmm. the city man- management even complicates it more. In, in, and I'm saying complicates in a good way. I really like the city management. Yeah. Um, you have to gather wood, stone, food, uh, a couple other resources, and refine them, and that helps you build more houses. That then helps you have more followers. You can also build more, you know. Uh, a build, like basically structures that help you when you actually go into to the dungeons so it's kind of this symbiotic relationship where to build more you have to explore the dungeons and gather yep. resources wow. and collect followers but to do that like to actually build out that you have to do that so it's like this, yep. this cyclical mm-hmm. thing where you can't just do one of those things and progress through the game you have to do both and i feel like they found a really good balance in my opinion I- i'll ask the two of they you turn. where i always was like okay, I'm done here. I'm ready to go in. Okay. I'm done doing the dungeon stuff. I'm ready to go back to the the village and build it out more. So I really liked this balance. It also kept my intention really well. Cause if I was getting bored with this side of the game, go do this side. And by the, the end of that, I'm ready for this one. So Nick, I want to start with you. what do you think of this, these two halves to this game?
1: Yeah, I thought it was a really good balance because I'm not a big town management person. Um, I, it's okay, you know, I think I like Stardew Valley, which I think the some of the developers were inspired by Stardew Valley uh, from what I'd read. But uh, there was also, so it was a good balance. I felt like I didn't have to spend too much time on one thing. Mm-hmm. But there was also a little bit of pressure that um, if you spent too long in the dungeons and you didn't come back in time to manage your camp, then like there would be consequences, right? People would die or they'd be unhappy or you hadn't fed them. Um, and then same thing with the camp, it's like, you couldn't spend too much time there because you needed to go to the dungeon and collect materials or people or like whatever it was. So I feel like they struck a really good balance. Um, and you could, you could play as much as you want on either side, but there would be like some type of penalty for spending too much time in one place. Yeah.
2: Very true. Adam. I agree. There's good balance. I wish they were just a little more forgiving though, on how quickly your camp would turn because I did feel I would do one run and by the time I got back things were either about to be on the brink of total anarchy or they already were yeah because there was a I realized yeah. that there was a mechanic where if you if you complete your dungeon run you have the opportunity to keep going you yes can, I never I, did it I never did it because yeah. yeah my camp would be in disarray if I yeah. if I did that so I wanted to, though. I wanted to try. But there's too much at stake. If your camp starts getting out of whack, I mean, that's like we see it. Well, no spoilers. But you need a certain amount of members throughout this game to progress. And if you did not take care of your camp well, they would die. They would yeah leave your descent they would
0: we didn't talk about this they'll also start uh gossiping gossiping and spreading rumors yeah and try to like uh basically pull your followers
1: away and start Mm -hmm. their own kind of thing which to talk about how dark it is again this is what i did to fix that problem I put them in prison. Same. Uh, mm-hmm. So you would lock their heads up, hand like old school prison, and I had like a prison camp where there was just like three or four of those. Same. And yep. then I would put loudspeakers same. next to them, so when I went into the church to preach, they would get the loudspeakers as well. And I don't know if that actually did anything. No, that's not. Yeah, what right, right, right. Because you got to go back. But you tell really the story though them, in your that, mind. Like, yes, yeah, probably. they're gonna hear my sermons uh, out there. They're going to think about it while they're locked up in prison yeah. and then everyone else can watch that and yep. be like, that's, that's your fate. If you dissent, you know, so I go ahead and the trait, if you
2: want. I picked the trait that the, the, the town felt more loyalty when you put people in prison.
0: Yeah, I did too. Cause I don't want, I wanted that to be a good thing. And yeah. you know, honestly, I, I always was able to convert them back to my gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're like in gallows, like their hands are in, you know, a the classic thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I, same thing, like I put the speaker there. It doesn't do what we're <laughs> describing, but it made sense for yeah, my story. It, yep. Uh, it's it's interesting and like and then like after they're back to normal they're just like cutesy and happy yeah. again it's just like mm-hmm. and then you're like oh i guess i don't feel bad yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh it's it strikes a weird balance of that's i have to like clicking that button to choose to do something and then the result isn't always what you expect it's cutesier than you expect so then you're like okay i guess i can do that okay yeah and then they slowly work you into, oh, again now you're just sacrificing your followers you know yeah. it really ease you into it yeah um guys i wanted to kind of touch on a, a different topic here because i think it's one of the core features of this game that made me love it and it's it's the music uh i wanted to just adam you're big you both are big mm-hmm. music guys but adam start with you here what do you think of the music i liked it a lot i think they did a really really good job i liked how
2: if you just let your lamb sit there for a second it would start bobbing bobbing yeah. like to the music and it was just really, really, it kind of reminded me of a little bit of lo-fi. Totally lo-fi. Yeah. A little lo-fi while you're going
0: through. I think they did an excellent <laughs> job. It's a, it's like way out of their way a good job in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like this is a game that could have done fine with just any music. And this is something I will like preach about with this game. You know, yeah. To use consistent language with this game. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. What about you? reach? <laughs> I like Very it. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah,
1: they could have just chosen. Uh, I mean, like anything, right? <clears throat> Music and sounds are uh, critical to any game development, and you can kind of you can kind of choose like how far you want to go down that rabbit hole. Hades is a good example of like just going beyond, uh, you know, and like literally that being one of the main themes of the game. Um, I I didn't feel like. You know, as passionate about it, like I did Hades, mm. um, where like I stopped very and was just like, wow, this completely changes to the to the thing, changes to the experience. But uh, I love lofi. I enjoyed it. Uh, there were a few times I didn't play with it. So maybe that was a little bit of it as well. But um, yeah, it was good. I think that uh, if you're someone that knows those things and enjoys it, they, they went beyond just putting music in there. You know, yeah. They're very intentional about putting mm-hmm. the beat. And uh, yeah, your idol. Will seem to be he'll be idling to it and uh, again cutesy cutesy very yeah. cutesy it's which deceiving. by the way uh, now that Ryan and I are messing around you every character is idle because if they're not idle in any games they just look weird
0: yeah you have you to have never some notice sort of
1: that until you re- really? until you animate them and you realize that if they're not animated they look stupid yeah. so uh,
2: it's called which, idle
0: whoa which I think Good. back to nope. actually like Pokemon games they they definitely don't have an idle animation yeah so that's interesting yeah i mean classic like the the top-down pokemon they just stand there and then they change when you move so yeah some games have the pass with it some get away and again i think this is one of those examples of game an indie game that just goes out of its way with detail yeah uh and again small studio published by devolver digital which a lot comes with that in itself they always publish funny interesting like very unique games i always feel like a devolver studio be unique great studio yeah publisher great and i think i think this is i don't know i i want to come to your negatives now adam because i I personally and i'll I'll just kick off my opinions doesn't say it at the top overall top to bottom i really enjoyed this game other other than a few bugs um i don't think i had many issues with it i want to kind of hear because we haven't talked too much about what was that Mm -hmm. core negative for you core negative for me
2: had to do with bugs but it wasn't that It wasn't the bug that really frustrated me. It was what the bug ended up causing me to do. So Hmm. it was early in the game. I, it was in the almost tutorial. I don't even know if I was in the tutorial still, but looking back, I think I was, I was getting my town set up and I performed a ritual and then after that, a follower came to me and asked if I would perform a ritual. So, the followers give you opportunities to do little quests. Well, I had just done a ritual. So, when I went to go back, I didn't have enough resources to do the ritual to get the quest completed. And I couldn't go do a dungeon run. It was, it was a uh, barrier. It was barriered. Yeah. And I looked it up. I looked it up. I thought I was doing something wrong. I think it was a bug. And so I ended up spending... This game probably took me way longer than I had to. I probably ended up spending 20, 25 days waiting for my resources to grow the trees in the community. So I could have enough wood and stuff to complete that quest. So I wasn't even out of the first... I think I had maybe beaten the first boss. And I had already unlocked virtually everything. Because you were waiting so much. Because I was waiting can. for so long to be able to get enough resources to complete that quest and get through. Oh, wow. So it, it, I guess the negative is that there was that kind of bug. But I think I lost some of that sense of progression throughout the game because I unlocked everything so quickly that then there was nothing like to look forward to as I played the rest sure. of the game. So it, it just kind of changed my experience. Of
0: course it did. Yeah. And also just a uh, perspective. You had about 25 days. How many, let's give the audience a, an idea of how significant that is. How many days did it take to actually beat the game for you? Do you have that number? Yeah. If you include all that time yeah. I spent, it was total 84 days, 84 days. Wow. Actually. Yeah. So it took me 75 days to beat the game without that bug. Hmm. So for me, that would have been like a third of my game mm-hmm. was stuck in a bug for you. It was a little bit around the same, around, yeah, the, same around ballpark. the same. So I think that will communicate for them also that like you spent almost a third wasting time with this one bug. And now the alternative was, and we talked about this at the time, because Adam called me to see if I had any solutions. And the alternative was to completely restart your game. So it's like at this time, again, we're playing, we played day one pretty much Mm -hmm. at this time. The fixes were restart your game or wait till the next patch or Push through like Adam and just play, and maybe eventually you can collect the resources slowly over time. And that's what you chose that's to do. That's what you chose to do, yeah. And for me, I encountered bugs. None of them impacted my overall experience, so they were just like traditional day one bugs. Yeah. And this is some a perspective that I need to keep because we've become somewhat expect expectant or forgiving of bugs at day one. Games launch with bugs all the time, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's fine, you know. Yeah. Uh, I never think that like for Adam who doesn't play games as frequently that like, oh no, this just actually can ruin an experience. Yeah. And I had a few that were like, uh, uh, the, I would have an enemy in the dungeon that was just invisible and would just kill me and I couldn't attack it. Uh, I had some where some followers just didn't show up for a task. Like I'm like, they're in confessional and they're, they're not there they're not showing up. So I'm just literally waiting for them to show up to confessional. They won't show up. So I have to restart the game, not restart from the beginning, but just load back in. There's a high number of bugs for a game, in yeah. my opinion. There's mm-hmm. there's a forgiving amount and then there's a noticeable amount. I would say that this borders the noticeable yeah. concerning amount. Very yeah, would well, sure. you have
1: to restart it more than a couple times? Because I probably had to, you know, restart it, turn it off and on, probably like seven or eight times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and only one minimum. of only one of them was like frustrating to me. This is how I think maybe you combat this as, uh, like, a developer when you're designing a game. You have, like, these auto-saves all the time. So it just kind of, like, if it does happen, you're not too far behind. There was one of them that, like, I had done just enough before I had auto-saved that, like, when I got back in, I had to run through pretty much, like, that whole day at the camp. And that was a little frustrating to me. Hmm. I had one in the dungeon that uh, I could see the monster He was just, like, stuck in a corner, but yeah. I couldn't hit him. yeah um which was also kind of frustrating because I was towards the end of the dungeon um so like I, those things are a little bit frustrating um it wasn't enough for me to like be upset about it because uh, cuz of the autosaves and how I could pretty much jump back in pretty quickly but yeah i mean a few a few times is like fine in my opinion and i'm totally fine with bugs cuz i'm just like now that i'm understanding more of this it's like hey this is really complex i get it but man there were a lot Um, And for me, it was fine, but I'm sure there are people that that's just going to completely turn off. Mm -hmm.
2: And to be clear, it didn't change my opinion in terms of if would I play this game or not again. Sure, I still would recommend it, but it just kind of took away yeah some of the that progression uh, momentum momentum yeah. you had a lot
0: of momentum i remember you yeah. calling me and being like i love this game so much before that bug mm-hmm. and i could just tell the way you talked about it after was a little bit different
2: yeah because i did make a few key dungeon runs at the end where it was like this is crucial what i'm doing right now and i would clear a room and then i couldn't leave the road. Sure, you know so it was, some of those things are more mm. frustrating
0: so I I want to say, though, too, for the listener, if you are considering buying this game, that every day this game gets better in the sense of these bugs are being fixed. So like within the first I think, few hours of these bugs being reported to developers, they were responding on Twitter and all over the place saying, hey, we're a small team. We're looking to all of these. We're going to address all of these. So as you give these developers time this might be one of those games that you just wait a couple months after launch to hop into because usually these these big game breaking bugs will be completely worked out yeah mm-hmm. so I, again i think we can still still say a strong recommendation from all three of us go ahead i was going to ask what did you guys feel about the weapon choice for the runs i have preferences um you know you have you know describe what adam's getting to here there's different weapons like hammers, swords long you know long short short swords and they all have different speed and damage output so like a hammer is very slow but has very high uh, damage and you know you randomly come across them but you have sometimes a choice if you want to take this one or that one i would always choose the small quick one uh, mm-hmm. low damage quick slashing mm-hmm. uh and i liked them i mean i i don't like getting the big ones that were really slow the claw was my least favorite which was very slow mm-hmm. but very powerful so i leaned quick and dodgy uh what about what about you next i did the opposite actually which
1: is weird because i'm i'm usually the quick fast kind of person but Mm -hmm. uh i don't know it just felt good like hitting someone and destroying them in one hit yeah Uh, so
2: i went that direction as well really yeah Yeah. normally not also what i do but man those hammers they
0: they were powerful one hit done when i was forced to use them that was fun i think i would get frustrated with how slow the like wind up was because it's like you would get hit a lot of times in that wind up Mm -hmm. and i'm like you can, you can keep your health a lot better with the, the smaller weapons because mm-hmm. they're so quick. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, and then also there's on addition to the weapon, there's like a special power you have every run to. It's like a magic ability. That's like, you know, you can throw out like ghosts and they'll go attack or, you know, tentacles like kind of, or yeah, flames. And they again, randomize, but you select them and upgrade them over time. Again, cool mechanic. Uh, every It's very roguelite in the sense of you don't have a choice to what you're yeah. going to
2: get. Mm-hmm. I did wish there was a little more uh, variety though. It felt like it was hammer, sword, claw. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that was it. Yeah. Hades did this very well. Yeah, Hades also let you... Choose. The
1: abilities were randomized throughout each time, like the different effects that the weapons might have, but uh, you also got to choose right there in that front room, which mm-hmm. looking back was kind of cool,
0: actually. I think Because that's if a, you yeah. really did like something, then you could run with that. It's a better mechanic, I think. Yeah. I think that's... If for roguelites, there has to be some still choice a little bit just to... To help yeah. you kind of build out what you want to do, right? Yeah. There's randomization. That's that's the core feature, and that's okay. But I do prefer, prefer the mechanic in Hades. I think that's yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. Guys, do you want to talk about that quick story spoiler at all at the end? There's a kind of a choice.
1: Yeah. I think uh, we I'll should to, because I, yeah, uh I think it. there's multiple choices.
0: So I want mm-hmm. to hear what you guys did. Yep. Okay, so for the listener, this is your spoiler warning. I, I mean, even if you hear this spoiler at the end, I don't think it's going to – It's not going to ruin a gameplay, but it is kind of just like the kind of cherry on the top at the end. But this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want any spoilers for cult of the lamb, uh, I have time codes in the description of this video or podcast. So spoilers. Talk about it. Adam, what did you, uh, do you want to preface it? Preface it.
2: So you, Oh, you want me to, yeah, go ahead, Adam. Uh, Well, you fight for, Demi demons. Is that how we can classify them? Yeah. You have to defeat those. And then you get to what I would assume is Satan. And you're actually, you're, you're working for Satan the whole time. I wouldn't even call it Satan.
1: I mean, yeah, he was, a, I don't know what else to call he him. was a one of the.
0: Yeah. So it's basically there, there were five prophets um, and they all had their own cults and followers. And one of them started to get too powerful, so they locked him up. So they were kind of somewhat oh, equal at one point. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then as time progressed, they were like, "This one's getting too... you know." He's lost track. Yeah. So yeah. they locked him up, and they all are. I would call them just like, um, you know, they're 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 false prophets. That's how they yeah. describe him. In okay. The game. There you go. So you you
2: finally get to the point where you can rescue the one that's chained up. And you fight two of his little demon followers, above, and another one. And then you fight him. And then you have the option to, once you beat him, to save him or kill him. Yeah. At when he's back in his... Because uh, all these guys, once you defeat them, they go to the form of a follower. Yeah. Cute. A cute little cutesy follower. So uh, at the end there, I chose to kill him. Okay. Chose to
1: kill him. There's also a third option, which is at the beginning uh uh you can submit to him just right off the bat and not fight oh
0: him. interesting i forgot that you can yeah hold on wait wait wait. did you choose that
1: i did not i, I was just wondering found out about though, this after because i read i was w- reading what the other options were after
0: i was assuming though that it wouldn't let you do that if you selected that it does let you you can do it and the game ends no way yeah interesting okay so what did you choose by the way i uh let him live i let him live too yeah so Interesting. So the three paths here: you at the very beginning of the fight, like without even fighting, you just submit. Yeah, you just say game ends, you, you die. Out. Yeah, yeah. And, and the
1: the preface to that is at the beginning of the game, the other four prophets they just kill you. Well, the fifth one brings you back to life and essentially says, "I need, I'm gonna give you life. Uh, here's my hat. You need to go kill the other four and bring me back." And then you get to that crux where he's like, "Okay, you've done that." Give me my power now, like now, now you're gonna be my, you know. Mm-hmm. And so there was, that was the just a little choice. bit of the the. So you can just submit to him, like yeah, thanks. yeah Here you go.
2: And I didn't I, actually even consider submitting. Yeah, I instantly. Me, yeah, me
0: either. <laughs> Did you see that twist coming too? By the way, that he was going to because you're serving him throughout the whole game, and you know, by the time you're getting to it, I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna want to kill. Him. I out, thought it was right? pretty
2: obvious. Yeah. So it was pretty
0: predictable, right? Yeah. Okay. I you know. Again, so you may not know this, but yeah, if you choose to save him, he comes back to your camp as a little follower and he just works in your camp now. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't die too. He has one he perk has. that he's immortal. So he'll always be living in your camp.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. And Maybe I, I should have kept him around. And I didn't do this. It didn't let me. So I don't know if this was just uh, like when you choose to like nominate someone or pick a certain person, sometimes it gives you a list of five. and I don't know why it gives you those five as opposed to like your other 10 followers. Mm-hmm. But there's an option where you can essentially make like uh, like leader of your camp, uh, and it actually diminishes the people's happiness. I'm sure over the long run, it's better because then there's someone like managing them for you. Yeah, I wanted to make him the the manager of the camp. It didn't let me, but uh, yeah, unlimited life comes back. And then mm. for me though, I don't I don't know what the what the uh, like what that'll look like long term. I'm, yeah, I'm not going back to manage the camp anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm do you so that's actually a good thing. We have we all have the option to go back and play more and go through more runs and build up the camp. Are you going to?
2: The only thing that I might go do is explore a little bit of those other uh areas that you unlock to play some mini games. I didn't check out the last one. So I may go back for 30 minutes and check those out, but this game's probably probably done for me.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah, not not me. I think uh I think the length was great. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good experience. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm going to go back and manage that again. I'm biased because I'm not a big camp management person,
0: town management person. Sure. So Which to clarify, I'm more in the. I'm. I feel like it was like I. If anything, I might go play the Knucklebones or yeah. fishing. But other than that, I'm done. Yeah, I, I don't really want. to – I think this is like that bite size indie game. Yeah. That I like, which by the way, we're out of spoilers, right? We're not. There's nothing more discussed there. I don't think there was any other. Yeah, no. that was it. Um. Yeah, I think this is like a really good. This is priced at $25. You get a good amount of time out of it. And it's just one of those, like, it's a good palate cleanser. Like, we talk about this with indie games and with the big AAA games, where it's like, in between these big AAA games, I really like to play small, creative indie games. Because I still, I stand by that I think the most creative area in gaming right now is always the indie scene. Uh, And this is an example of that. Mm -hmm. Like, this is such a unique game. Two genres that you wouldn't think go together go go together really well. Um,
2: Yeah, not only do they put two genres together that don't go together, but they also did it in a way of, you know, who, if we're being honest, who doesn't want to know what it's like to run a cult? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) we we didn't know we wanted that. And then this game brought that to us. It's like, okay yeah let's let's
0: try it no. out yeah they, they, had, they had some. you know yeah. i kind
2: of see why these guys did that yeah. totally i don't
0: think i don't think there's any other cult management game out there. no i i i honestly think that's fine too like I don't, yeah. yeah yeah i think that the angle they took with this is the only angle you can take with mm-hmm. it i think yeah. if you were to mm-hmm. take a serious approach this game would not be fun yeah. and it would be depressing It'd be weird yeah yeah so be a little creepy yeah in conclusion great game yeah recommend it Uh, priced already right if it's on sale pick it up and again if you are worried about bugs give it a couple months yeah or go ahead because they're not that major again but it's unpredictable that's
1: that's to you too like you gotta gotta know yourself Mm -hmm. there yeah yeah
0: anything else guys before we get into did you guys uh become cannibals or no i gave the perk to my people where if there was a body you can chop it up and feed it to your followers and they like it. So, yes. I uh, did
1: because I gave them meat not having that trait selected. And it, everyone just pukes and gets sick. And then they're sick and then they don't work. And if they don't work, then the town doesn't get built. And you don't get any. Like, it's real horrible. So, like, don't feed them meat. If cannibalism the cannibalism.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cannibalism was a good. good perk. So. It's really weird. I we recommend. Ever, we never recommend, thought recommend, I would say that out loud. Uh, we recommend cannibalism. So, right. so. Um, guys, let's get into some housekeeping
2: housekeeping
0: upcoming episodes we have a review of the quarry coming up i think we're gonna record that maybe next week yeah i think nick so. afton my wife emily a review for multiverses a review for Rollerdrome. which mm. i have to say right real quick great game really good game nick i think you're playing that yep i would agree you still at the beginning still yeah i'm uh a little past the beginning yeah, yeah. yeah. uh and then a re- review for last of us part one speaking of depressing games Um, Nick and I will be playing that, and that came out actually as we record this today, so we're excited to hop into that, play one of the, you know, allegedly, one of the best games ever made.
1: And we've never played it, so we're actually going to come at this with fresh eyes and uh, experience it better than everyone else did. Any other
0: games I haven't mentioned that are on your radar?
1: No, I mean, we we did start playing, uh, I think we just not talked about LEGO Star Wars ever again. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get there. We did start playing Cuphead. I don't know if we'll ever gonna be that one it. as well
0: yeah. oh yeah i actually did i went on vacation turn, recently turn. and i did play through more lego star wars and i'm through the prequels now okay. completely through the prequels don't know if i'm gonna beat it this is gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a game that i play over time and beat it and like over the course of a year adam you're gonna say you it would be a fun episode please an episode
2: where we review card games in video game format gwent hearthstone
0: mm. which by the way i just downloaded hearthstone last night because you brought it up so good yeah. we should review those like uh, just put them all together and talk the, about them. the best card games in video games yeah that'd be fun. a good idea you know another fun episode so we're putting a list together you if okay. you want to lead that one lead that charge Sweet. That i would, like that idea that would be a good nice. one i would absolutely hate
1: it <laughs> um it might just be you and the i think about episode. the cards and red
0: dead
2: Oh, yeah, Red Dead. Uh, you mean
0: regular, regular poker? poker. Which,
2: but classic. yeah.
0: That's if it a has card a card, game. I just... Dude, don't. this is a great idea. I love it's that. It. I actually also like the idea of... And in addition to that, mini-games, end-games. Because yeah. there's so many of those as well.
1: Yeah, big time. Uh, Eastward had a... Uh, uh, Eastward had a good one. Um, another thought I was thinking of... This might be really dumb. I'm going to just go ahead and say it, though. The developer, Massive Monster, mm-hmm. for Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. I feel like I just want to... Write down every single developer's studio name and just talk about them. Hmm. Well, like the actual, got, just the actual name. How yeah, they came up with They just name. got like mm. the funniest names,
0: right? I've been looking at this recently and we're like, That's cool. Where do any of these come from? Yeah. So wow. Dude, I'm all for uh, these these random ideas, I'm that's the fun stuff to me. You know, reviews are reviews. What do you think? Put it in the comments below. <laughs> what do you want to hear us talk about? Email Ryan. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate that. Uh, if there's any game you want us to review right into the show, we'll play about anything. Uh, Ryan won't, but me and Nick will. Yeah. Um, we also, if you are just a podcast listener, we've been putting out some YouTube let's plays, some YouTube clips, YouTube shorts. They're just highly edited. Uh, the let's play specifically are highly edited gameplays. So if you are interested at all in that, you like YouTube, we got some content for that. We got a new one coming out. Actually, by the time this comes out, we'll have a whole you know three series Sims let's play. So check that out there's also new merch right is it yeah, out new, yet? it's been out yeah yeah so uh, the sunset the BLG sunset tea is out nice it's, you know kind of a summer vibe coming out towards the tail end of summer here I'm realizing but uh, yeah
1: yeah.
0: I do nice. think uh,
1: there'll be some more too in
0: the future some more? Yeah. you got something you haven't told me about this more Are these more do you got any ideas? I haven't okay good uh, thanks guys <laughs> thanks for reviewing this with me today I really like this, this game fun. I like talking Big about time. this game Good game. Yeah, it was fun. We'll see you later next week. So I married, oh, eight, nine.